Blog Talk Radio. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Viva Las Vegas. As always, I'm your host, Blackjack Fletcher. It is, uh,. Pleasure to be here tonight on a Wednesday evening. We've got our Vegas Golden Knights going on right now. Uh, and we have our friend, as always, from SBR, the big man on campus joining us. Jeff, how you doing tonight, my man? Jazz pulling away a little uh, Utah Jazz pulling away a little bit. Blackjack, I'm very happy. Uh, we get the Golden Knights going here live. It's a beautiful night uh, on a Wednesday. Looking forward to it. Yeah, brother. Yeah, I got the night going. I'm pulling some double duty here and with the Action Network, live blogging it over there, uh, doing a radio show. There's no rest for the wicked, Jeff. No rest. No, no. Listen, uh, if, if you're doing something in this business, there's no rest. Um, you know, you, you got to always be working, Blackjack. Always be working. And you're doing a great job of doing that. And, you know, we're excited for the show tonight. Obviously, a lot going on. Baseball in full uh, uh, speed right now. A lot going on. Uh, you know, we got NBA playoffs, just one game tonight. Not a lot going on in the NBA other than one game. Got two big games tomorrow uh, in the uh, association. Also have NHL and like Blackjack just alluded to, Vegas in motion right now. Uh, Blackjack and I are both on Vegas. I also, like many know, I have a future on Vegas. So listen, if we get a win here, uh, I'm feeling pretty damn good about this series as we head back to uh, to the city of the desert. Uh, welcome in to everyone out there listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Uh, feel free, uh, you know, if you're out there, you see the link, retweet the show. Uh, it's a great way to get it out to people that don't see it or don't listen to it or don't know about it. Uh, we try to, uh, you know, always uh, appease new listeners. So make sure you're checking that out. Uh, and look, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, listen, I get into plenty of debates. I'd love to debate. Let's debate. Uh, give me a call, 917-889-3290. Blackjack and I here, 917-889-3290 on the Southtown 101 Hotline, Southtown Bar and Grill in San Antonio, Texas. 101 Parade Street. If you're in the area, you live close to SA, you never heard of Southtown 101, make sure you go check it out. Great food, great drinks, great entertainment, great hometown atmosphere, very neighborhood barish, very dive bar, really fun place, uh, great entertainment, and they treat you well. You get a great meal. Uh, and uh, make sure you tell them that um, the uh, Viva La Vegas guys sent you down. Uh, again, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 917-889-3290. Blackjack. Uh, obviously, uh, we, we will focus plenty on the Golden Knights, but seven minutes to go in that one in the first period. Still very early. A couple shots on goal for each team. Yes. Uh, yes. Vegas actually uh, leading in shots on goal. Um, they've uh, Yeah, and I'll tell you, Jeff, I'm actually very pleased because you, you kind of think down 2-1 on the road. I expected San Jose to come out really guns blazing, and that hasn't necessarily been the case. So as far as the pace and style of this game, I'm I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah, uh, obviously keep us up to date uh, from a live perspective what's going on. Uh, the other game tonight in the NHL, uh, Tampa Bay gets a job done. I know a lot of people were on Buff or uh, Boston tonight. I was. Uh, Boston, obviously, um, yeah, up at TD Garden. I think a lot of people – really like this side and 
you know, Blackjack, you were on it. You said, what would you see here? You know, I mean, Jeff, listen, the, the Bruins are one of those teams that in the playoffs and throughout the year, they've bounced back really nicely from losses, particularly when they're coming home. And as look, Tampa Bay is a very, very talented offensive team. There's no doubt about it. Vasilevsky is a very good goaltender. But Boston tends to be the more physical team in that series. And coming off a loss going home, I like the more physical team. Um, but the Bruins' offense just could get nothing going tonight. I mean, absolutely nothing going. Uh, so, I mean, I, I really think the analysis is, is kind of that simple. They just could not get quality shots on Vasilevsky tonight. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. I mean, pretty tough beat here if you had the over in this game. I mean, 3-1 uh, in first uh, first period, uh, the game doesn't go over. That's pretty brutal. Um, you know, you usually you get a 3-1 game in the first period. I mean, it's 7-6 you know, oh, yeah, sure. or something. Uh, that, that's sure. a rough beat if you had the over here. Uh, and obviously, a, a lot of public money was on the uh, Bruins here. Uh, Blackjack, a uh, couple other things, news and notes, and then we'll get some calls here. Uh, NBA, we just talked about it. Looks like Utah is uh, going to escape with a win, you would think. I mean, they're up eight with about two to go. Hopefully they can uh, close it out. But, look, that's not a lot of points for the Houston Rockets. They can get back in the game right away. I know uh, uh, Blackjack, you had, the, you had the over, which was a pretty gutsy call by you. I mean, uh, you know, again, I mean, this uh, Utah team, um, you know, obviously we know very good defensively. But big question was – could their offense work without Ricky Rubio? And, you know, obviously um, to win games, you have to defend. And, and I thought, you know, you look at the total, this one was bet down a little bit, um, you know, 204, 205, nice number. Uh, this one goes way over the total. You're going to hit 220, 230 in this game. Um, I guess the question to you is, what'd you see here? San Jose just scored. Um, what I saw here, Jeff was, and I kind of took it because Rubio was out, honestly. Um, because I, I think that without Rubio, the Jazz can't afford to play kind of like that deliberate offense that they, they like to play. I think they were going to have to come out and try to run and gun with, with the Rockets. Um, I, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't see another way they could beat them after you watch game one <clears throat> and what happened there. I think they were going to have to come out and try to just shoot their way to a win. And that's either going to lead to the Jazz doing what they did tonight or it's going to lead to a lot of transition baskets for the Rockets and a blowout. So I, I just kind of looked at the strategy. I thought the Jazz were going to have to play by default, and that number was just so low. I mean, for a Rockets game, I understand the Jazz are a defensive team, but for a Houston Rockets game to catch a 2.05.5 all day. I'll tell you what, Joe Ingles has been fantastic in this game. Joe Ingles, there's not a lot of guys as far as from a shooting perspective – I'm taking over Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles is, is nasty from three. Uh, seems like every game he puts up five to seven threes. Uh, 27 points for him tonight. Um, kind of a pedestrian night for Donovan Mitchell, only 15 points. Uh, he's been five for 20 from the field. And, look, I know his uh, big-time dunk uh, a couple minutes ago will overshadow his poor game tonight. But, um, you know, this is um, impressive stuff. No Rubio. Um, you know, Mitchell doesn't have a great game, and, and you still – um, you look like you're going to get the job done here. And again, there's a minute 20 left. It looks like they're going to get the job done. We'll keep abreast of what's going on here in the uh, waning minutes. Um, uh, other news and notes, uh, quickly, Blackjack, Liverpool and Real Madrid are in the Champions League final. Should be an electric final. Uh, two teams that love to go up and down the field. Uh, look, if you're not a soccer fan, you might just like it a little bit. 
Make sure you watch this one. It should be a fun one. Uh, it's going to be a great final in Kiev. Uh, baseball scores of note, uh, Cleveland. I, I know I don't think anyone was really on this game because there's no real bettable opportunity here uh, except maybe the over. Uh, Kluber uh, wasn't great today, but uh, Cleveland rolls uh, a pretty bad Texas Ranger team. Uh, Yankees are up 4 nothing. I'll tell you what, Blackjack, Severino was absolutely marvelous tonight. Um, and he still is. He's in the game going for the complete game. Uh, he's at 10 strikeouts. Uh, and he's uh, looking to uh, complete the uh, complete game. I'll tell you what, Blackjack, this Yankee baseball team is playing great baseball. You look at the other side of the coin, uh, your New York yeah. Mets are really struggling right now. Uh, they get blanked tonight by the Atlanta Braves. Yep. And uh, I do, yep. from what I hear uh, – I do believe tonight, Blackjack, we will hear from our friend Frank Fleming, who I have to imagine is not too happy. I do have some questions for him, and I'd like to get your opinion on some of them. And uh, he's going to call in about 20 minutes, uh, I believe. So, you know, Blackjack, what's going on right now? I mean, this is a a team that's starting to struggle a little bit, the Mets. I mean, yeah, this is kind of – this is the concern, I guess, that, that we all had as Mets fans when they got out to that, you know, that really quick start. I think it was 12-2. and two. Uh, It was the best start in franchise history through that many games. And, you know, you, you, you worry as a Mets fan, you're always a pessimistic person, and uh, you're kind of waiting for, for the hammer to fall. And now, you know, now that this happens with DeGrom, you know, look, they kind of came back to earth. I don't think anybody really thought the Mets were going to be – you know that that good for the rest of the year. They were going to come back to earth at some part at some point, but now you see Degrom's got a hyperextended elbow, and this is this is what always happens. First, we were worried about Cespedes' finger. Now it's Degrom's elbow. When is Syndergaard going to have an issue? When is you know Matt's going to be done for the year or Wheeler's done for three months? It this is what happens to the Mets. They break down. They fall apart. And what started out as a promising season very, very quickly turns into another forgotten lost year. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've lost seven of 11. I mean, and again, I think it's important to mention, I mean, you're playing the Padres, you're playing the Braves, who, look, the Braves have played well, but again, this is an 80-win team probably. The Braves will fall apart. Um, This is what young teams generally do. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get Frank's opinion. We'll get more Blackjack's opinion a little bit. Let's uh, hit the phone lines. A couple callers here already on. If you want to join in, we'd love to hear from you. 917-889-3290 on the South Ten One Hundred One hotline. Uh, I've not seen this number before. It could be a new caller. Let's get to him here. Uh, caller, what's up? What's your name? What's up, Jeff? What's up, brothers? It's Taylor. Taylor, hey, what's Jeff. up, man? What's What's happening? Nothing, man. Listen, I've been listening to you guys. You told me to call a while back. I'm digging the show. You guys are doing fantastic things. I've been watching uh, a lot of these games lately and trying to look at it from a different point of view instead of following you guys, trying to get some some insight into how you actually, you know, nail down what you nail down. I know you guys have analytics. You guys have a lot of trends that you watch. You've been watching all these games. You spend a lot of time analyzing these folks. If you've got two bets or two, two, two teams and you have to pick one, what does it come down to? Does it come down to, you know, how hot that team is? How do you guys, what are the intangibles that you look at when you're trying to decide on whether or not you're going to ride a team or not? I'll tell you what, that's a very good question, actually. I, I, look, I think it's very important to, 
kind of decipher what sport it is. Look, if it's basketball or baseball, I think, you know, and I, I, I talked about this last night. I think it's very important that particularly in baseball, obviously that's the important sport right now. Baseball is a sport. I think you got to grab some information first. Um, obviously, I think betting baseball right away is a bit tough. I mean, right out of the gate. Um, you, you you look at the, the uh, sport now. I mean, teams are in. You know, you got about 30 games or so in, 25 games. Mm-hmm. You can really kind of decipher what a team is. And some teams are a bit of a fraud. I mean, you look at the Braves. I don't think the Braves are going to be able to withstand what they're doing. But if I have two teams, generally I'm going to look at the line first of all. I think a lot of baseball is really just deciphering lines and what doesn't make sense. And I talked about that last night as far as it seems like every day um, there is a line that just sticks out um, and that just kind of jumps out, whether it's a favorite or a dog. Um, it, it really, Taylor, depends on the sport to me. Um, I think for football, a lot of it, you know, if it's college basketball or college football, it, it's more about trends and, and just the overall state of each team. I, and, and I've discussed that with you before as far as like with right. college basketball, right. to me, it's very important to obviously find, um, you know, teams against, you know, good teams against bad teams and things like that and, you know, where the game is and things like that. But uh, it really depends. I guess I'd have to know what kind of sport we're dealing with and that kind of thing. What right. about you, Black? That's a pretty good question as far as, like, let's say a middle-of-the-year hockey game or something. How do you yeah, go about question. deciding? Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, Brother Taylor, everything that Jeff said is absolutely true, but I guess I can sum it up really, really quickly by saying it's, it's, a, it's a gut decision. I mean, right. it, ultimately you have to live with your bet, you know what I mean? And you're talking about, like, games that might be close and I'm trying to figure out which one I'm going to take or something like that. Like, it, it, you just have a feeling. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Jeff's right. You're going to take all of those into consideration you're going to look at every one of them and you're probably going to look at them over and over and try to find an edge that maybe you missed but at the end of the day you got to make the bet you got to live with the bet there's really nothing else i can say other than you're going to go with your gut nine times out of ten but as far as the real quick as far as the the, if i could just say one other thing as far as you mentioned with trends and like streaks and stuff I think streaks are, are at baseball. I think you know. I think you got to maybe also adopt like right around now. You know, May. You know, we're into May. You know, find teams that have really kind of shown their hand and what they are. Like I okay. think we're all well aware that the Baltimore Orioles are a bad baseball team. They're, they're a team that they're gonna they're, they're gonna sell. They're, they don't score runs. Their pitching staff's horrendous. Their bullpen's poor, and they have a coach who's a lame duck at this point. Buck Walters on his way out. You know, and I've made the point of if you bet against the Baltimore Orioles the whole year, you'll make money. Same as yeah. you know, with the um, you know with certain teams. I think finding those kind of things in baseball are, are important as well. Like for me, Arizona Diamondbacks. I think they're a pretty good baseball team, and they're going to be a team at home, particularly that I'm looking at throughout the season. Um, that's kind of what baseball. There's such a long season. I think you got to kind of do that as well. Hey, Blackjack. I'm just now uh, getting hip to you, man, uh, and mainly because of Jeff. I've been following Jeff and communicating with Jeff for the last probably year and a half now. But uh, uh, Blackjack, I revere you as much as I revere Jeff. You guys have a ton of knowledge. Uh, I love the way that you, Thank uh, you teach Thank folks you. and communicate with them. Especially I love the fact that, uh, and this is a love-hate thing for a lot of folks that follow you guys. Uh, if you're going to be an asshole, at least you're the same asshole to everybody. And that's all you can ask for. If you're going to be really yep. legit with them, you know, that's what you guys are. Uh, for Jeff and what he does for free and 
all the money he's made me. I just finished doing a, a driveway because of Jeff, so I appreciate that. But uh, all of the money that he's made me and helped me, you know, look at things differently, particularly soccer. Look, man, I'm, I'm from the hood. I never even thought about soccer when I was coming up. It wasn't until I started dealing with him with college basketball that he said, hey, listen, you might want to check this out. And I'm going to tell you, the good part of what I've learned and all the stuff that my friends, I'm expanding their horizons because of the same thing. So you guys, man, keep doing what you're doing. I love you, brothers, man, and, and thanks a lot for putting that in for a while. I appreciate you. Thanks, Taylor. Thank you're you, one of Taylor. the good I people, appreciate that. Yeah. All right. All right, fellas. I'm going to keep listening. I'm going to drop off. Sounds good. See you soon. Talk to you. All right. Yeah. Great call. Uh, good guy there. I, I've known him for a long time, but he's a good guy. Knows a lot of Two nothing really, San really, Jose. Oof, really cultured guy. Good guy. You know, great stories, great info. Uh, you know, Black Chick, I'm, I'm not worried. I think they're going to be just fine. I mean, you remember Sharks are down two goals. Um, we've got plenty of time here. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Quickly, a little update here. Uh, the Yankees, I believe, uh, have won, uh, and they're going to go to uh, give a complete game. What a, what an outing from Severino tonight. Uh, Black Chick, let's uh, keep the phone lines moving here. If you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you, 917-889-3290. Uh, You're I want to eat All right. Uh, so much for that. Uh, Black Chick, uh, that guy has his call for tonight, um, and uh, he'll be out of the way. Uh, wanted to ask you. Um, so you're doing a chat right now. How's that going? Uh, it's going good. Going good. Got uh, like I said, double duty. So I got people in here. I'm talking to, talking to you guys on the air. We're we're pulling double duty, brother. You know, you gotta. I, I wanted to have a space where we could just watch this this night's game and talk about it exclusively. Uh, you know, nonstop from beginning to end because I'm not going to periscope for two and a half hours. Um. You know, so it's it's uh, it's a pretty cool feature the Action Network has. If you haven't checked it out, go on the Sports Action app or actionnetwork.com. You'll see the article. Uh, it's pretty cool. You, we can put polls up. We can do a lot of different stuff. We're having a live chat with everyone in the room back and forth. Uh, it's 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 pretty fun. And right now, by the way, the Knights are plus five eighty. If you want to bet them live. Oh, I might have to dip my toes in the sand there, Blackjack. I like the thoughts of that. Um, did want to update also uh, the Spurs or the Spurs. Uh, the Jazz have won one sixteen one oh eight, and they tie they tie that series up. No, two one two one, or is it one one? It's one one. Uh, what one, am I saying? One, one, they one. have home court now. Uh, now we head back to Utah. This should be fun. I'm telling you, Black Chick, this Utah team is pretty good. It's it's, it's going to be interesting. I'll tell you what, I mean, uh, Houston, uh, you know, th- this is not a good loss. This is a bad loss. I mean, no Rubio. Mitchell doesn't play well. Uh, you get you get waxed. You give up 116 points. That's not good. I don't know what happened tonight. Uh, big win for the Utah Jazz. Um, I'll tell you what, we got Frank Fleming on hold. I'm going to take Guan White quick because I know Frank will be on a little bit longer. I wanted to talk to him about the Mets. Uh, let's get uh, Guan and then we'll go to Frank. Uh, yeah, hold Guan on, Frank. White, we'll what's get up? You. What's going on? How are you? How are you guys? Pretty good. Hey, Guan. Man, what's going on? Yeah, that was an impressive win by Utah. I watched them uh, third quarter. They kind of slipped up, but then they 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 uh, actually came through, man. And I uh, I'm, I mean that was a good win by them. I mean it's crazy. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought you know they would just 
um, they were melting down a little bit in the third quarter. I thought, well, here we go. You know, they're going to – Rockers just want to start draining well, threes. And, yeah, they blew a big lead. Know. I mean, they were up 19. I mean, and, you know, you see in the third quarter, about six minutes up, they're down four, and it's like, oh, God, here we go. I mean, they really going to just blow this lead and then get blown out? Uh, yeah, it was scared. Yeah. Yeah, I had a little action on Utah plus 11 and a half. I was like, yeah, here we go, course. And then they held on, so that's pretty cool. Um, also, appreciate that, Jeff, man. Keeping me off the uh, unders on the second legs um, because oh, yeah. they have been flying over. <laughs> yeah, now listen, I- I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, I- I've-, I've discussed before. I think Champions League and Europa League, I- they could be the easiest sports to bet on in like anything like any sport any league I mean they, every game goes way over like it's 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 just the competition it's the way the competition screams goals because of the two legs so if you're down four two you're given every belief that you can come back I mean you look at today like uh, Liverpool was up six two and like Roma's still going like a mile a minute man like I mean it, the, the totals are laughable man yeah now you're right um we'll say uh who do you uh, have you uh, gotten much into baseball, Jeff? Because I'm just wondering because I just I'm still trying to get a gauge of it because it's just I mean I've I've done okay I've been just taking my time but um, yeah I have I mean I'm I'm getting into a little bit more I mean I'm starting to kind of uh, open the, the the windows a little bit and stick my head out I mean now that I think you know Donnie and I are both I know you know I know blackjack's kind of really involved with hockey and and I kind of just. I've made mistakes in the past of betting baseball too early. Um, you obviously saw this year particularly. I mean, there was a, you know, a weather was a big problem, and it's just I don't know. It just didn't really didn't really make make for me. So no, I'm I'm kind of easing back into it. Soccer's been a good money maker for me, so I'm just kind of heading back. But no, I, I have some games tonight. I took uh, I took the Phillies first five under that hit. I took uh, I got Seattle's team total over. Uh, I got a couple of plays that I'm working on. So yeah, I mean I, I'll start. Tomorrow I'm going to start a uh, five o'clock show, so I'm going to do you know go over to car a little bit more and have a little bit more and and stuff. And, and by the way, Guan, I wanted to let you know. I I believe it's you. I think you know you know this thing we do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have him on uh, from time to time as well. So uh, okay, you know, cool. check that out. But yeah, I mean, uh, I know we're you know I'm sure once hockey ends and stuff, you know, it's going to be only baseball for Blackjack and I. So uh, cool, we're reasoning. Cool. Nice. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you guys. And also, hey, that shirt is fire, man. I love my shirt. Can't wait to cool, keep man. rocking it. You got to get a black shirt. pretty good. Shirt too. Blackie, you got hey, any shirts left? Get Guan a shirt. Uh, yeah, I, I might have some, Guan. Hey, 3X, man. I'm tall and I'm kind of chunky. So just 3X, <laughs> you got that. Hey, if it, hey, that 3X Donnie sent me is perfect fit. So. If you got any three X's in your closet, send me one here, man. Sounds good. Uh, all right, Guan. Thanks, man. Good stuff as always. See you guys. See you, See you later. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk to uh, our favorite Mets fan, uh, who was made famous by a uh, very funny video. Uh, he went viral, and now he works at Barstool Sports. He has his own blog, um, and he'll tell us more about that. Frank Fleming. Frank, uh, I'd ask how you're doing, but I think we already know how you're doing. Hello, darkness, my old friend. The Mets are all but true again. 
Come on, Frank. It's a little early. Yeah, they're 17-11, Frank. I mean, they've they lost 7 of 11. They're not playing well, but, I mean, they're not. Uh, listen, I mean, it's only May they're 2nd, done. Frank. It's over. Wow. Done already, Frankie. Let me ask you a question, Frank. If before the season started, if on May, if on March 25th, I came to you and said, Frank, on May 2nd, we're going to be 17 11, you're going to be happy with that? What would you say? Not the way it's happened. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah, but what do you mean, not the way it's happened? I mean, Frank, keep in mind, I mean, they, they got the not playing well. season that was fraudulent, it was fool's gold, it was just a mirage. They'll never run around and make a run like that again. They'll be, they're going to lose 30 before they win 30. They're going to be, today was the last day they'll ever be in first place. You're going to see them wow. uh, in third place by the end of the weekend. You'll see Frank, them you should have called them. Five called yesterday. Game, below 500. Now, uh, now Frank, what, what is, why are like, they also game, they're, they're, I think they're actually now going to finish less, worse than the Marlins. And there's Stop, nobody in the farm system. The Frank, come on, that. man. That's that's a bit of a stretch. I mean, the Marlins are bad. I mean, let me ask you, Frank. I mean, and I heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true. My heart is actually laughing at Degrom getting hurt. <laughs> Wouldn't shock me. He's an ass. He was actually he was actually smiling. Well, Frank, let me ask you this. I have a couple questions for you on the Mets. Um, first of which is about Matt Harvey. Um, I was listening to WFAN today, and a caller called in and asked. Mike, if uh, what would be longer, Matt Harvey's stint in the bullpen or his, uh, you know, little retirement that he had? So that'd be what four and a half months. Uh, how long does Matt Harvey stay in the bullpen? He's out of the bullpen. He'll be starting again and giving up already runs again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be the starter for uh, Degrom next time around. And, uh, oh, and the reason true. why he doesn't want to be yeah. in the bullpen is if Matt Harvey wants to pitch every five days and go party, he doesn't give a crap. About this team, he doesn't give a crap about anyone else. He, 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 he literally they should take the TS off his uniform because that's all he ever cared about is me. He is the worst human being I've ever seen on the Mets. Yeah, I mean, you're, it's starting to come true. I mean, we, we obviously I mean, we remember last Coleman. year. Vince Coleman wasn't well, a great guy either. Well, Darryl yeah, that's Strawberry. true. Vince Coleman, but but Matt Matt Harvey is is, is just trash. He, he's he, you know even when he was good. He was kind of douchey, and, and and now he's just like this, just like this ass. His own team doesn't like him. Yeah, I mean, some of the quotes coming out are not good. I mean, obviously last year he had the uh, little mental breakdown, but you know, look, I mean, listen, I, I don't care who you are. I mean, a breakup will affect you sometimes, but I mean, Matt Harvey made it into like this whole mental problem, and like yeah, he wasn't. I mean, the, the breakup is one or... thing, but I mean, Frank is right in one regard that Matt Harvey seems to be out for Matt Harvey, and, and I yeah, really yeah. think that the best move for the Mets is to just trade him, and I don't care if you get a bag of balls they in return. Somebody him. will take him. Yeah, he's Frank, like, no one's going to take him. No one's going to take him. Someone will take him. He's on an expiring deal. Somebody will take him and convince themselves that a change of scenery is what Matt Harvey needs, and they'll give him a shot in a rotation somewhere. I mean, you can't tell me that a team like, uh, you know, a Minnesota or, uh, you know, some of these other teams, a team like San Francisco, the Giants, who constantly have problems with pitching depth. No, somebody, no, nobody's going to touch him. He's damaged goods. Uh, Frank, I disagree. Someone, someone's going to think they can fix that guy. Someone's going to think they can fix him. He, he, he had 
he had a good enough run early in his career that there is some team somewhere that's going to think if we get him out of New York and we get him focused on baseball again, he could be a third starter for us and give us some innings. You're not going to get anything in return, and that's fine. I just think he needs to go. I think it's addition by subtraction. You just have to get rid of the guy. Oh uh, no! I'm saying I'm uh, I'm not saying keep him. I'm saying the I'm saying the Mets are going to have no choice but to to release him. I think there's yeah. no choice. I I don't know, Frank. I I really think you'll find someone to take him. I mean, he he's on an expiring deal. There's no risk. I mean, what's the money he's owed? It's not. We're not talking about a guy who's got two years or three years left on a deal. No, he's I mean, he's making five. He's making out, he's five or six million. Right. Yeah, what he's I'm saying is. Okay, so the Mets maybe have to eat some of that money, but it's not like he's on. You're on the hook for another year or two. You're on the hook for nothing, just this year. Eat the money. I don't care what it is. You you just need to get him off this team. And you, if you're willing to eat some of that salary, you will absolutely find some team somewhere that thinks they can get something out of that guy. Somebody will roll the dice on him. I mean, I mean, it's just hard to believe the Mets are so cursed. So the one player who was healthy all year last year was Jacob DeGrom. And now it's going to be worse case hey, scenario. He's going to need Tommy John surgery. Frank, you remember when we could have traded Matt Harvey for like Xander Bogarts and Jackie Bradley Jr.? I don't think Frank wants to. Frank, let me ask you. Do you think Matt Harvey has an addiction problem? I will not be surprised if uh, he checks into rehab one of these days. Because it's on record. Really? I I don't. Hold on. I I don't know that it's fair to expect. All the the symptoms of someone who has got. It's it's actually common knowledge that he has. a sexual problem, like as far as like okay, he's been described as like very. Well, I mean, I, how is that different from most twenty-five-year-olds living in New York no, making know, millions of dollars but, a celebrity that look the way he looks? I don't know. Right, that that's, but again, I mean, it, I, listen. It I think clearly the issue is Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey is as soft as they come. He is not a mentally strong guy. I think that when everything is. Is working for him. He's full of ego and he's full of piss and vinegar, and he's great. And as soon as there's the slightest bit of, uh, you know, dissension or trouble around the corner, Matt Harvey folds like a tent. I, I, I just think that's his problem. I think mentally he's just not a very tough guy. Well, that's very true. He's he is soft. And uh, I mean, I mean, when you're an athlete like that, look at Derek Jeter. Let's just compare Derek Jeter. I mean, for Matt Harvey to be thrown in this in depression by being dumped by that model. I mean, Derek Jeter was was like a was like a conveyor belt of models with him in actresses. Yeah. Okay. Next. 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 Wow. Next. And that's. I think that's what Blackjack's discussing. I mean, he's just not a, a strong individual. Let, let me ask you, uh, Frank. Uh, obviously, the catcher position is a major problem with the Mets. I mean, you're at this point dealing with two guys that are just automatic outs. I mean, I'm not sure why you felt Jose Lobaton wouldn't be an automatic out. He always is. Kevin Plecky's been a total mess. Um, they, they have to address this at some point. It's, it's starting to become a, a bit of a, a major liability for them. I mean, what are they well, going to do there? A, you see, that's the problem with the Mets. They do everything's half half. Yeah. They, 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 when they rebuild, they, they go in the rebuilding half-ass. They Why have to go, they have to go. He was, 
He was uh, he was on the free agent market. What was up with that? Uh, at this point, why not try to give Miguel Montero a chance? Well, Jeff, I can answer your question. Free agents cost money. Yeah, well, they're too cheap. Get rid of Harvey. I mean, they won't. They won't. They just do everything half-assed. They hope things just go away and the problem fixes itself. I mean, even if Travis Darno was healthy, he's trash. Kevin Pluecki is trash. Right. Nindo's supposed to be the top catching prospect, but you know what? He's trash. And this just goes to another point. The drafting and the, the, the minor leagues are dry. It is terrible down there. Right now, the most, the most uh, I mean, we've got maybe one or two guys that might come up good, but the Mets have overhyped everyone. Everyone they overhype always comes up and sucks. I mean, look at Ahmed Rosario. This guy, I mean, we were told this guy is going to be the next great shortstop. He's terrible. He, makes, he reminds me of Ruben Zahada, only worse. <laughs> he's adequate in the field. He swings at everything. I mean, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. You can put uh, 50 set on the mound, and he'll swing at what he's throwing. <laughs> it could be thrown in the next county. It could be rolled in the whole place. He's going to swing. I mean, no, all he swings. He swings. He's, he's spinning around like a freaking top out there. Yeah, you're not wrong, Frank. I mean, you're you're totally right, and, and you're right with the the the, the uh, farm system guys. I mean, I, I mean, maybe Peter Alonzo, maybe he bring him up. I don't know. I mean, I mean, uh, Dominic Smith is terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, he's like, like he's he, he's having a terrible season down in Vegas. He is never. Yeah going to be good. I mean, Frank, Never. you definitely painted a, an ugly picture that Matt say. So you really think, and I want to make, I, again, I know you're upset, but I mean, you really don't think they're as bad as the Marlins. And that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it, Frank? I mean. No, they're going to be, they're, they're going to lose over 90 games. It's, it's, it's over. Jacob DeGrom was the glue that held the team together. All right. Well, Frank, uh, always, uh, you know, I, I was hoping you'd build a better picture here. And I get the feeling Blackjack Fletcher's on a different kind of point of contention with you here but listen frank again they are 17 and 11 you know colorado I mean, up next yeah. colorado's a bad team um they're not playing well no, no they're gonna get swept tomorrow because julio tron always but, kills them listen they're a bad road team then you get the reds coming up the phillies are starting to come back to earth a bit um toronto's not julio a great Tron team always kills them so that's going to be a sweep they'll be 17 and 12 they're going to get okay let's creed in uh Maybe they'll win one against Colorado if they're lucky. It's in I, I have a feeling they're going to. I have a feeling they're going to just have a bad weekend. If it's Frank, all going to fall uh, apart. Rockies are hitting two twenty on the road. They, they, they'll win a couple games. But listen, you you make a good point. I mean, look, that that you know, center guard's good, but you know now you got you lose the Grom. You know what are your you know what's the rest of your rotation going to look like? Uh, and the Matt Harvey thing hanging over the team. Obviously, the team's upset. You look at some of the quotes I mean, coming out. Uh, yeah, uh, that that team just fell apart tonight. It's, you can look at the body language. It, I, I mean, it, when the news comes out that he's going to need Tommy John surgery, it's just going to – just like last year when Syndergaard went, got hurt, it was like the, the, that was it. That's going to be it for this year. There's the two players the Mets can't afford to lose most are DeGrom and Syndergaard because those are the only two pitchers that you can really rely on. Wheeler, you know, he's not a bad third starter, but he's just so-so. You never know what you're gonna get out of Matt. Matt, Matt is soft. Is is is, is soft too. I mean, uh, 
I mean, a, bl- a little, uh, he gets a paper cut and he wants to go on the table list for three weeks. Uh, and Jason Vargas, oh, my God, could he have pitched any worse last week? And then you're going to have uh, Matt Harvey back in the, in the rotation. And Matt Harvey what about Zach? doesn't. What about Zach Wheeler? Well, he's an okay dirt starter. He's going to be good yeah. some days. He's going to be bad some days. I mean, yeah. you can't really count on him. He's not awful, well, Frank, but he's not great. Frank, uh, you know, obviously a pretty morbid call from you. But, hey, listen, you've spoken, and we hope that it turns around for the Mets. Uh, i got to tell you, on a, on, a, on a more somber note, very good uh, show with uh, Stu Finer. That was, uh, was pretty uh, entertaining. Good work. I would love to work with him full time. I think we should have our own show, the Stu and Frank show. I don't disagree. Uh, I, I, listen, <laughs> I mean, I think you're two comedic geniuses with plenty of I, I sports mean, knowledge. Uh, great stuff. I mean, I, I just want I, I, I want to be able to do this for a living. Not, uh, I mean, uh, I've been working overtime every day at the courthouse this week. Yeah, I've heard that. You've been working tough. You've been working hard. Frank, listen, the time is now, man. I mean, this is a new age of, of Internet. I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money nowadays. And, hey, I think you deserve it. You've done a nice job. And uh, when you're working I'm hard. When you're in debt as much as I am, you have no choice. And I just wish somehow it would all work out, you know. It's going to work out, Frank. You're a good guy. You know what you're talking about, and you have good passion. Listen, there's not a lot of people that have passion for stuff, and uh, you know, I think I think we can all on this call make uh, well aware that we all do. So, listen, Frank, keep your head up, man. It'll get better, man. You, you're a talented guy. We'll talk to you real soon. All right. All right. See you later. All right. Love you, Frankie. Uh, Frank uh, Blackcheek seems a little sad, man. That that uh, hopefully uh, I think it's just the Mets, uh, which I I got to tell you, I think he's a little. Overreacting a bit. Uh, they have a really favorable schedule coming up here. Um, you know, you know, the Rockies are you know tough at times, but you know, the Reds, the Phillies, the Blue Jays. Um, you get the Marlins plenty. I mean, they'll be fine. Um, they'll make some moves, but yeah, I think I think the writing's on the wall. Yeah. Matt Harvey. I mean, listen, I'm a Mets fan, Jeff. I I get the pessimism. Like I get it, but at the same time, I think that the point I made to Frank is is the most salient one. You will jump on. 17 and 11 before the season started. Like, oh, yes, sure. it's, a, it's a little bit of a fall from 12 and 2, but you couldn't have expected that to continue. The Harvey thing's a problem. We've got to figure it out. The catcher spot's a problem, and you're worried about DeGrom's health. But what team in baseball doesn't have some concern about something? I mean, you know, the Red Sox, is Drew Pomeranz ever going to be anything decent again? The Yankees are worried about whether Stanton's going to get going. You know, I mean, every team's got something. There's nobody that's cruising along and just saying, hey, we're perfect. We're ready to roll here. So, you know, I would just tell Frank, just, just a little time, let it shake out. Be thankful that the Nationals aren't steamrolling teams and running away with this division because this division is wide open right now. Right. No, you're totally right. Uh, let's keep the uh, phone lines open here, uh, and we'll head back to them here. You want to call in, give us a call, 917-889-3290, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, you want to talk NFL, call us. You want to talk about NBA, whatever you want. Uh, caller, you're live. You're up. Yo. I fell asleep or something, Blackjack. Hey, wake up. Apparently. I call back. Uh, Caller, you're live. Oh, Papa. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
open lines. Give us a call if you want to uh, join. Uh, yeah, we'll get you up right away. Uh, little update in uh, in the NHL blackjack. We got uh, two nothing San Jose. Uh, hopefully uh, the Golden Knights can uh, get back in this. We need a goal. Let's get a goal. Let's get one up on the board. Um, we'll be yeah, fine. I think the shots uh, are about to go on the power play. Jesus. Uh, two games tomorrow in the yep. NBA. Uh, Blackjack, uh, Sarah, uh, keep us updated. Sixers minus four, two of six on a total. Sixers, do they bounce back here, Blackjack? You would think they would. Uh, they played about as bad a game they as they could. And, yeah, I, I do as well. Yeah, and I, uh, I like tw- the I like the line movement too um, a little bit from from game one. I think we were looking at what six in game one. Is that where we were? Six and a half, something like that. Yeah, closed up at that point. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, look, I, I, I don't know how crazy I am about uh, giving Boston points at home, but I do think the Sixers win the game. Um, they, they, they just they have to have it, man. I mean, they have to have it. Um, and, and we talked about this ad nauseum, you know, after game one. The, the Celtics aren't going to shoot the way they shot in game one. It's just not going to happen. So, um, yeah, I, I would lean towards Philly in game two. Yeah, I'd be blown away if the Sixers lost. But, again, I – would have been blown away if they lost uh, game one as well. Uh, they have to win this. They can't afford to go down 2-0. Um, it, it just it just can't happen. The adjustments we made, from what I understand, uh, Brett Brown was uh, vin, vil, uh, you know, vilified for his uh, inability to understand and make adjustments in game one. Let's hope that um, he does do that. Uh, they're a little bit more effective. Uh, Cleveland and Toronto, Toronto 6.5, 2 of 12.5. I mean, Blackjack, am I in the belief that, that this is just going to be a close uh, series, a game-to-game? I mean, you look at all the games. I mean, last three between these two, yeah. uh, one, six, and three. What's up? You know, Jeff, I, I to be honest with you, this game to me is probably a stay-away game just because, you know, on on the surface level, the initial reaction I think most people have is six and a half is too many points to give the Cavs when they won game one, Okay. But the problem is the Cavaliers have shown over and over and over during this season and even in the playoffs that they are more than capable of just getting their doors blown off in games. So you don't really know what to expect out of them. Toronto in the playoffs has been equally as unpredictable. I don't know what you're going to get here. I really don't. Like this game to me, would it shock you either way, Jeff, if Cleveland won another close game or if Toronto won it by 25? Like it wouldn't stun me either way. Well, I, I would be I'd be slightly stunned if Cleveland lost with Toronto just because I mean you looking in game one, I mean and this is a stat run rolling around, I mean LeBron and Kevin Love were fifteen for forty three and Cleveland still won. I mean, Toronto just they just they don't seem like they can ever handle this stage and I, I have to wonder where their heads at after uh, that game. I mean, that was a terrible loss, man. Uh, and generally teams are going to bounce back and they probably will win. Um, but um, I'm not running to the window to lay six and a half of them. I definitely like the Cavs in the getting points role. They're not a team I want to lay points with. Um, and look, um, I, I just think this series is a bit close, frankly. Um, NHL tomorrow. We got, uh, what do we have? What do we have? We have, uh, the Capitals and Penguins. Penguins one sixty three total six. Uh, Blackjack, are you? Uh, what, what are you looking at here? I mean, obviously the Penguins uh, at home here. Yeah. You'd imagine would bounce um, back. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I think you have, um, I think you have both of these teams that um, you know are down two one in the series bounce back. Look, the the Penguins and Capitals. Are, are destined to play a six likely seven game series. It's what they do when they get together. Um, and as far as the other game, Nashville and Winnipeg, look, Winnipeg had Nashville's number, but Nashville is still a very, very talented team with a Vezina trophy finalist in net uh, and some very talented players on their roster. I think Nashville knows if they go down three, one this to this team, they're probably dead in the water. Um, I'll be honest with you, I would parlay the two of them just on the money line, the Penguins and the Predators. And that would give you a decent value because the Pens are minus 160, but the Preds are plus 120. Uh, I would parlay the two of those just straight up. Yeah, that looks pretty good, uh, actually. A couple baseball games of note. uh, Astros hosting the Yankees, 210 first pitch. Tanaka and McCullers. Tanaka was fantastic last year. Uh, in the uh, playoffs against Houston, uh, two very good outings. Uh, McCullers was very good as well. Um, they keep putting these totals at eight, eight and a half. Two nights they've come in, uh, and they weren't even really close. Both nights, I think they're four nothing. Houston's been shut out the last two nights. Um, you know, I'm looking at another eight number. Um, you got to figure uh, two pretty good bullpens as well. You just keep riding the unders in this series. Uh, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks, one twenty one, so seven. Corbin against Wood, two uh, left-handed pitchers. Uh, Arizona's 11-3. and three. Obviously, that doesn't count tonight uh, if they do lose. But um, listen, I mean, Dodgers can't hit lefties. Ten games this year against lefties right in 211. Not good enough. Um, and, is, is it you know, just me or does it feel like the Dodgers and Diamondbacks have played like 15 times already yeah, this year? Yeah, they play a lot. It seems like the Mets and Braves have played about 8,000 games as well. Um, and, and that's kind of interesting. You know, early on in the season, there's not a ton of interleague play, so it does seem like they're playing a lot of the same teams. But, yeah, uh, they have played a lot. Um, and, and for the record, they've played um, – this will be nine times tomorrow. So, uh, And you look at this season, Blackjack, obviously barring tonight, which uh, it's still in motion right now, and it is a uh, – what is it? It's a – where's the score here? Uh, it's a one nothing ball game. Uh, in the fifth inning, so plenty of time to go. But, I mean, Arizona's 7-1 and one this year, Blackjack, against the Do- Dodgers. Dodgers are struggling. They're just not a very good team right now. Uh, and Corbin has been um, very good. So uh, I would probably kind of keep riding the snakes here at home. Uh, we just talked to Frank. Mets hosting the Braves tomorrow in the final game of the series. Frank says it'll be a sweep. Uh, Jason Vargas obviously didn't pitch well in his first outing with the uh, Mets three and two thirds. He gave up nine earned runs. Uh, it's hard to pitch that bad. And it was against, um, the, the Padres of all people. I mean, uh, that doesn't bode well against the team in the Braves that has played really well. Atlanta's won 12 of 19, uh, in yep. city field. Three, yes, nothing San Jose. Well, Hey, listen, uh, what are you going to do? I mean, sports betting for you. Um, it's going to be a fun series, I guess. Uh, you know, that's deflating. Maybe we'll get one of those great comebacks, but we'll see. Um, it's one game. It happens. Uh, hopefully they can get back at it on, on, uh, Friday or whenever the hell it is. Uh, but yeah, for the record, I mean, um, it's hard to bet Jason Vargas right now. Um, Blackjack, are you all right? I know you love the, the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I'm, I'm despondent. 
Um, I'm upset right now. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you the thing that upsets me the most, Jeff, is I'm, I'm just not – you know, you watch the Knights, and I know you've watched them a bunch this season. Um, you know, there's just not that offensive push that you get from them night in and night out. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm not really seeing San Jose doing anything all that different uh, defensively, but they're just – the Knights just seem a little bit flat tonight. I, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm actually seeing that myself here. Um, yeah, I'm kind of irritated myself. I mean, uh, fucking Mariners, man. I mean, you're facing Brett Anderson. Let's score some runs here. Uh, two runs isn't enough. I need five. Uh, not enough runs being scored in this game. Um, but um, calls are light. It's baseball season. Uh, we got uh, winning bets. We have some losing bets. And obviously, um, you know, the big one is the Golden Knights. And we're obviously not happy about it. Uh, Blackjack, uh, anything else you're looking at tomorrow that you want to get to or uh, is a burning desire to share? Uh, we've been on for about an hour. Uh, maybe we'll wrap it up early tonight. Um, with, I mean, uh, look, like, like I said, Jeff, I, I, the hockey plays to me tomorrow, are, uh, they, they both look really, really solid. Um, I, I just like the Penguins and the Predators both to get the job done. I, I, I have a very hard time seeing Pittsburgh Penguins and Nashville Predators going down 3-1 in, in those series. I I just do not see that happening. Um, uh, we talked about the basketball. As far as baseball goes, um, I'm looking at the card. You know, I'm not going to touch Cleveland-Toronto at that number. Uh, I don't really like anything there that much. Uh, maybe Detroit. There could be a play on Detroit, actually, at, at plus money. Um, that pitching matchup favors the Tigers a little bit. The Royals have been just as bad as you can imagine. Um the Diamondbacks, I'm with you on the D-backs. I think that Corbin going against Wood is is uh, is a favorable matchup for them. So I do I do like that. Uh, David Price and the Red Sox, you know, you got to lay a dollar forty, but maybe you find a way to do that in the first five, lay a half a run, something like that. Uh, that uh, that game interests me. Um, and I'll be honest with you, anytime the Athletics and Mariners get together, I like to hit the over because uh, it for whatever reason it just seems to come in a lot. So the total's eight there. I'll probably be on that over. Yeah, uh, obviously not tonight though. Typical. Um, I need I need runs from from this uh, team. A blackjack. A uh, couple sports stories I wanted to ask you about. Uh, the Redskins are in hot water uh, after a story came out about um, yeah back in 2013 uh, a photo shoot and some weird um, requests by uh, whoever that basically they took a trip to Costa Rica. For calendar photo shoot, first cause for concerns was you know their passports were collected, which uh, to me that sounds like kidnapping, frankly. Um, and again, I know they went on their own volition, but what was the reason for taking their passports? Um, that seems well. Like I can a- tell you what the team's line is going to be on that, Jeff. It's going to be we wanted to hold all the passports so no one lost their passport in a foreign country and got left behind, and we had a problem getting them home. That's going to be the team line on that. Right, and, and again, for the photo shoot uh, at an adults-only resort, cheerleaders were required to go topless. The photographs used for calendars would not show nudity. Others were known uh, had body paint on, and the only people that were there were uh, all men who were sweet holders uh, and a contingent of sponsors. So uh, at one night, uh, Blackjack, at the end of a 14-hour day, uh, that included posing and dance practices, uh, nine of the cheerleaders um, basically had special assignments where they became – personal escorts in a nightclub. Uh, and according to one of the people, uh, go back to your room and get ready. 
that that was all that was told to them. Um, obviously, pretty weird situation here. Um, and look, I'm not one to call people out, but uh, there's been some pretty disgusting remarks by certain people uh, on this subject um, that, you know, uh, and again, I, I don't know if you knew who I'm talking about Blackjack, but uh, she's the last person that should be talking about this kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I mean, just a pathetic, uh, you know, she's really sold out to, to try to get uh, people to notice her. I, I thought it was pretty despicable. Uh, and frankly, I mean, let, let's be real. I mean, what talent does she have to talk like this? I mean, it, pretty pathetic, I thought. Um, and there's always some weird comments by a lot of people and stuff like this. Um, what will happen here, Black Chick? I mean, you're you're kind of a you're a lawyer. Not much. I mean, you were a lawyer. Not much is going to happen, Jeff, because uh, I mean, at best, you know, the, the problem is you have a lot of the girls coming out and saying that, like, you know, it was it wasn't coercive. It was, you know, just it was highly suggestive, and everyone's come out and said that there was no like uh, sexual uh, favors that was asked of them or even insinuated of them, which I think is a critical thing to point out. It isn't as if the team was telling these girls to go and have sex with people that, that the, the cheerleaders were very clear that that was not the case. Um, but they did felt like they were kind of being used. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know this kind of stuff happened, Jeff. I, I didn't know that like they took cheerleaders to foreign countries to shoot a calendar and invited ticket holders. Like I, I didn't know that was a thing. I've been on record as saying this. I don't understand why they have cheerleaders. I guess they're more of like, you know, ambassadors to the stadium or something. I don't know. Um, but I will say this. I mean, are you aware of how much they make? Oh, they make nothing. They make nothing. Like, they make like a thousand dollars a year. Like it, it's, and there, there's like, I know, I think it was reported by a, a team last year. I don't remember who it was, but there are like a lot of like crazy rules. Like, I read like a story that if you're a cheerleader and you're out at a restaurant, let's say, and you see a player walk in, you have to leave immediately. Like that's the rule. Like there's some really weird rules that come around with it. And I I often wonder like, why do this? I mean, I I guess it's a way to get noticed and to like get your name out there. And, you know, I obviously, listen, I don't understand how, you know, her comment she made about, um, you know, they asked for this because they, you know, walk around in, in bra and underwear. I mean, listen, I mean, they're, they're trying to make money. They're trying to pay bills. I mean, some people aren't uh, equipped to get good jobs. I mean, so so if, I'm a, if I have a stripper and she's uh, trying to pay bills for a kid at home, um, she deserves to get raped or, or, or uh, to put – I mean, come on. That, that's that's no, filthy. No, no, no. And, and listen, again, I, I, I think it's, it's worth saying that, you know, that while – it's inappropriate what the Redskins did as an organization to be sure nothing like that was going on. And that's according to the girls that were there. Um, right. But you know, yeah, it's, you know what? Look, we all know why cheerleaders are there. It's because sex sells, right? I mean, the pretty girls, they're on a sideline, they're dressed, you know, scantily. It, it, it's, that's what sells in America, right? I mean, the, the, the largest audience of, of pro football is, is men and, and, you know, men like to see pretty girls. So I, I understand it from that perspective. And being a cheerleader certainly doesn't mean you're, you're subjected to, you know, lewd behavior of any kind. Um, I just think the team shouldn't put the girls in that position. I mean, if you're shooting a calendar, go shoot the calendar. What the hell does that have to do with season ticket holders? They don't need to be there. Even if they had no interaction with the girls, Jeff, uh, 
they don't need to be there and gawk at these women. Like they just what, what purpose does that serve? You, you're 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 asking for a problem if you put people in that situation. And I, I just think that's where the problem is here. Just don't create that situation. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. Um, let's go back to the phone lines here. Actually, we won't go back to the lines. Caller dropped off. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, we talked about this black chick a couple weeks ago. Um, we'll wrap it up here in a couple minutes here. Um, the two guys that were arrested at Starbucks, uh, they're going to uh, – they've reached an agreement with the uh, city of – uh, Philadelphia, and they pledge to support a $200,000 effort to encourage young entrepreneurs. My question is, wh- I mean, what what are they? What was what did they sue for? I mean, they committed a uh, didn't they trespass? I mean, what exactly was the crime here? I, I don't I don't understand. Why were they given a, anything? Well, I, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I I don't really know either. Um, because I don't I'm not going to say they committed a crime because. In order for trespass to be a crime, you have to do it after warnings. And, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know enough about the case, the facts of it. I mean, isn't, isn't that – I don't I mean, know. I guess I, I, don't I like wouldn't it. do it, but I mean, I guess and that's she thought thing. it was I, – I don't know. I think the suit was more based off of a publicity standpoint and the fact that public opinion was largely on their side. And I think when they agreed to the settlement that they that they took, which was a dollar each for them – and what was it like two hundred thousand dollars? Is that right for uh, yes, like inner city, um, Young you know, boys and girls club, something like that? You know, I, I think the city of Philadelphia is more than happy to do that because it makes them look good. They're putting money into their inner cities. It gets this whole thing over and done with. I think they're just happy to move on. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, all right, Blackjack, we'll wrap it up here. We got about. Uh, I don't know, 30 minutes or so, but you know, we, we have a light baseball card on Thursday. Um, you know, we've talked ad nauseum about the Philadelphia 76ers. We've talked about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, and, uh, look, I mean, the, 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 the Knights aren't playing well. So, uh, that's obviously sucks. Uh, but we'll wrap it up. Everyone have a great night. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Uh, blackjack, uh, chin up, man. You and Frank Fleming, uh, Maybe make you meet for a drink tonight. Uh, a long night of, hey, listen, of morbidity. I'm still optimistic here. We've got half a game to go, Jeff. If we can get one here by the end of the second and cut this to two, you know we're, we're still in this thing. Vegas can score quick, so I'm not. I'm not counting this thing as over yet. Uh, I'll tell you what. I want to do something quick here while we're on the air before we jump off. I want to uh, take a look at uh, a little live wagering here. Um, <laughs> So the the total's five and a half live, and what does it score? Three nothing. I'm kind of tempted to take the over here. I could see a four two game here. Yeah, you could. I mean, it's only the end of the first, no? Uh, No, we're halfway through the second now. So the game's half over. We're halfway through through the thing. What do you think, Blackjack? I mean, it's three nothing. I mean, Vegas. I don't think score. over there. I don't think. I mean, look. I think one of two things is going to happen. I think either the Knights are going to get a goal and make this a game, or San Jose is going to roll them. So, um, I, I I think we're not done scoring here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that five and a half minus one of now it's off the board. What the fuck's going on here? Give me plus money on that. All right, I'm going with that, Blackjack. I'm gonna take over five and a half live. Minus 105, uh, and that will be the final 
play of the show. Uh, all right, Blackjack, have a great night, man. Uh, have fun on the chat. Uh, and uh, we'll be back uh, next time here on Viva La Vegas. Uh, Elvis will take us out. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva!